0: Warning, the following podcast may cause you to change your understanding of what it really means to be a human being. Side effects may range from a minor loss to complete annihilation of ego, a feeling of merging with something bigger than previously conceived, and a deep, abiding peace. Please, continue at mortal risk to yourself as a separate entity. Welcome. Greetings, 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 all one time live. Uh, Using my phone, not the usual mic right now. Hope this quality is all right. I decided to go ahead and uh, take a little bit of time that I have right now until I start my next gig, which is a really neat opportunity. I'll talk more about that later um, in another episode. But to put out some of these, um, previously recorded season two episodes. So what you're going to hear now though, it's officially episode two and season two was what I had originally intended on, uh, being season two, episode one, bad edit. Sorry. I think it's about a year old. I do say the date in the beginning. Um, I just listened to it. Uh, and I've decided, yeah, I'll put it out. Um, you know, it was recorded uh, in the middle of the night when my wife was sleeping, and uh, we are at, I think, 17 weeks at that time, along the way with Eldon in the belly. Didn't know at that point if it was a boy or a girl to be expecting, but um, it was a sweet moment, and uh, I, I s- stole away the inspiration to quietly record this episode close to the mic without a... Puff filter, and uh, it sounds sort of AM, ASMR-y, <laughs> like ASMR, a bit in places. Maybe it'll put you to sleep. Um, also, uh, it's interesting that I started out talking about the Dow in this as well as I had with uh, the final version of season two, episode one. And I mentioned a dog I was taking care of, and uh, since recording, uh, the actual season two episode one. I had some sad news with um, a dog that was my favorite dog that I that I spoke about in that previous episode. He had fallen victim to a trap by uh, some bad intention a person wrapping sharp pieces of metal in something that a dog would find while on a walk outside and uh, cut him up so bad they had to put him down. That broke my heart and I have grieved and, uh, I know he's in a, that great farm in the sky having a great time and he couldn't have had a better owner. And, um, you know, I thought a lot about unnecessary suffering at that time. It was the end of February and Ukraine had just been, uh, had its borders breached and conflict was imminent. And, uh, just the the heavy thoughts of such unnecessary suffering, such unnecessary suffering were heavy in my mind. Anyways, that has happened in between then and now, and uh, now I am full of gratitude and inspiration for what lies ahead, and uh, that what lies ahead that I'll talk about later starts in about two weeks, maybe, maybe a little bit less, maybe a little bit more. So in the meantime... I'm going to try and get some of this uh, previously recorded content out. I hope you enjoy it. By the way, um, somewhere around, I don't know, 26, 27 minutes or so, there's some music that starts in the background. And at that point in the podcast, I'm talking about some binaural uh, music. This is not the music. This is actually something I had recorded, humbly, and decided to put some musical track in the background as some uh, podcast's long form talking that I listen to. will sneak in there and it's uh it has an effect of creating some atmosphere and maybe keeping me from getting too bored in the silent moments. Whatever its utility, I'm putting it in there for this one. And then a little bonus track at the end for those of you that can't reach your stop button in time. Oh on that moment or on that note, I hope the volume is okay too. Um, you know, as you go from one of my episodes to another if you're listening to them sort of in a binge, uh I haven't mastered the consistency of output volume yet. So, um, you know, adjust after it started a bit and uh be ready to readjust if, if it goes to the next episode. I love you guys all whoever you are, wherever you are. Uh you can always send me a note uh to let me know what you're thinking. Whatever the topic at all one time live at gmail.com and with all that now said here indeed is the original uh, about a year old now season two episode one officially now season two episode two without further ado in joy and
1: joy. Greetings. It's been a while. I'm not using a pop filter right now, so I hope my (laughs) peas aren't so annoying, and I've got to talk quiet because my wife is sleeping. It is uh, 10.40 in the evening. On the 25th of May, 2021. And I decided, though I had gone to bed an hour ago with my wife. I was laying there peacefully, but not sleeping. And the thoughts or feelings... Or dimensions of awareness that I was experiencing kind of tapped me on the shoulder a bit and said, for reasons I'll get into this is the time to record season 2, episode 1 and it's the way I want to do it Season 1 had become too regular, and at this passage in my life, this kind of regularity um, is something I didn't want to have. I'll be having it again soon enough. So, for now, uh, or then, it was time to set it down. And open up for irregularity, for chance, for whatever comes in the moment. Something in the way of the Tao. And as I'm laying here in bed, well, I'm not in bed now, but shortly shortly ago, five minutes ago, until then, as I was laying there, I was thinking about the baby that is 17 weeks old, or fetus, (laughs) growing inside of my beautiful wife right now and by the time this is released that'll be older news and loving this with a whole love that can't quite better be described with any more words than that. Mm -hmm. It's so meaningful to me to be able to hold my wife, my hand around her stomach to talk into her stomach, to our baby in there, imagining the sound echoing through the fluid. The baby hearing the vibration, feeling it, getting to know this sound. We had an ultrasound some weeks ago. You could see his or her little arm move quickly above and over its head and back. So cute. And I've been through this before, but not in the same way. In 2001, I was. Expecting my first child and I was over the moon there's one thing I wanted to be in life based on my life experience to that point and remembering because I had told myself don't forget this when you are an adult how important it is to be a good dad, and how much I wanted to be a good husband, and also not to forget how darn difficult it is to be young, how challenging life can be in a way that, as that young person, adults couldn't seem to understand, and I was really committed to doing it right. And for circumstances outside of my control, and for reasons I've gone into in early episodes, it was not what happened, even during the pregnancy. This was just logistics. I was in the States still, and we decided to have our baby born in Sweden. Good place to grow up. Great place for children. So I was working on getting my residency permit. That took a while. when I finally got it, I mean, like, I called regularly. State Department knew who I was. Finally, the caseworker, he's like, oh, I have it here. Oh, oh no. Oh. Oh, it's fallen behind my desk. I think he was just kidding with me. <laughs> I don't know. I took him serious at the moment. I'm like, oh no, but he probably knew I was so desperate. He'd uh, he'd have a good laugh before he finalized everything and sent it my way. I ended up getting to Sweden in uh, December, moving up to Jokmok way above anywhere in the States. Well, I don't know, it might parallel somewhere in Alaska. It's above the uh, polar circle up there. And I was thinking about that time when I was waiting, waiting for this process to complete, and I was part of a small crew, of landscapers working for Merrick Landscaping. We were um, restoring Villa Terrace on Milwaukee's lakefront, a beautiful early 20th century structure. I think it was really 1900s. It was built based on some old Italian villa style, and we were doing it, we were restoring it with old school masonry little Thor hammers and New York bluestone steps placing everything mostly by hand on the steep hill overlooking the ever-changing blue lake with good not good fantastic people it was a it was a great job it was hard labor and rewarding, and slow, but uh, accomplishing, you know. You could see the changes happening. That was a time before the birth of my daughter came in January the next year. 200101221221. and well I wasn't able to have the experience I thought I would that I thought was inevitable that I thought was my destiny and life went on and and, you know I, I managed the bumps in the road as I could and of course continued to always communicate with whatever means available, pre-Skype, um, across language barriers and geographical distance to let my daughter know I loved her and that her daddy and she let me know too when I visited. she let me know, in her eyes, and her smile, and her wiggly little fingers, and all the joy that we shared together. And I'm amazed now. I am amazed that I get to go through this again, but now it is different. And now I am different too. I have more wisdom for the hardships of life, and I get to do this again, and it's just in the beginning, and there's so much to look forward to, and I'm so grateful for the experience of the past few years since I had burned out, how that took me down so many steps. That I had to, you know, work my way out of, but also be patient and wait for the healing to slowly occur, for things to come back into place. And now I'm at a stage where it's this, it's like, um, I'm better than I have been, you know, since that happened. It's a continual improvement, it's like glacial speed slowness however it is steady and improving always and in that you know i'm doing more and pushing myself more in all the ways that challenge me Um, with mental and physical fatigue you know pushing those boundaries and being aware now more of the symptoms or the conditions that push me back to avoid those when I can or manage them. Uh, If I can't avoid them, it's kind of risk management. (laughs) Uh, The first thing you do is eliminate the risk or the hazard if you can. And if you can't do that, make it safer through substitution or segregation or engineering controls or behavioral modifications, and finally PPE, but I'll tell you, I've, I've stepped up PPE now. Um, for my ears, I got two sets of special ear plugs that allow sound through, but they reduce decibels. I've got, a uh, out of the four levels, I've got level two, which is sort of light, and then level four, and I wear those um, quite often when i go out with my dog who barks and even though i love him to death and i don't mind him barking that does uh set me back and puts me into a state of extreme like fatigue and low mental function so with these earplugs this ppe uh it helps tremendously because it it reduces that overstimulation um which is one of the triggers I've learned Sets me off Why am I talking about this now? I forgot Oh yeah, I'm appreciating um, the, the gifts of having hit the wall Because Through the process of sort of Crawling back up to To a standing and walking position However, slowly I've like I had to rebuild from the inside out and I've had to like witness and allow and welcome the witnessing of the 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 old scars or the old I don't know mm, conditions from the early 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 years that had you know set the foundation to uh put me at like in a perfect storm scenario when everything eventually came um, to the avalanche state a uh, few years back and in the healing process it has included uh, by my w- welcoming it but not my willing it really but i'm I'm willing to experience it um, the witnessing of those events and the appreciation for uh their impact and also their falling away now and it it it's a slow process and it continues to happen and it happens in like ways when I'm doing uh not much it's like when i'm in between activities. If I'm doing some things around the apartment, um, it's when I'm walking between, you know, doing the dishes and folding laundry or something that I'll feel like the heavy breath of emotion and I'll pay attention to what's happening and... And I'll feel like another piece of crust sort of flaking away and whatever it was weighed by, whatever that weight was falling away and that crust coming off and um, the sort of shiny sapling me inside, you know, feeling that, that freshness and, um, and also appreciating what the weight is that's falling away. and i I am grateful for this dark teacher this this passage that I otherwise would have not had the attention to give and I am grateful for it, and as I'm laying in bed and not sleeping, I thought i'd. Put on my, um, I got some, uh, my, I've had two sets of headphones. Uh, I, Bose, I, I splurged, I, I've gone through some headphones re- in the past few years because I really wanted noise cancelling and I had some nice Bose noise cancelling and those things, man. When they worked, they worked great and as soon as their warranty expired, they failed almost like it was a time bomb programmed into the thing, planned obsolescence or whatever. And I also had gotten some Bose earbuds, chunky things, and they were great for a while too, but eventually their battery life ended up only lasting like a half hour or less. Um, had some skull candy things that I got at a hardware store that worked pretty well for a while, but those I ended up taping together more and more until they they failed. They kept just turning off and dropping phone calls, like hanging up and stuff. So I, I started looking at headphones, and I saw... You know, I've heard about these bone-vibrating headphones, and uh, as I was looking now, these came up, and it intrigued me, so I did some research and uh, decided this is a good thing for me because in riding my bike or walking my dog it has bothered me when I do want to listen to a podcast or to some music or something to not be able to hear the ambiance sounds a jogger a person walking or traffic or another cyclist or something um i would try to find the the happy medium spot but there's still ear plugs more or less with little speakers in them so uh that plus wanting to you know knowing i'm gonna be having a baby soon i, I want to certainly listen and hear the baby if it should be making noise and i'm you know if it's sleeping or something and i'm listening to something i want to hear it so i decided i'm gonna get i'm gonna try these and the reviews are good so i got these um Aftershocks Aeroplex, and they're great. Uh, I really like them a lot. And I, I do listen more to audiobooks or podcasts or whatever you know, some talking head shows on YouTube or something, um, than music these days. And they are better fit for that than they would be for music, you know, for audio files. You, you want to good set of over ear or in ear headphones for that but these aftershock bone vibrating aeroplex headphones are are really great for me and I get to also wear these like noise dampening earplugs for the really loud noises and then still have the the bone vibrating uh, sound for listening to podcasts or whatever Uh, it's sort of a perfect audio world and so in, in bed i get these on um, and i decide to listen to some binaural uh music like for sleep imagining that some of these tracks are quite long and i've seen this i've listened to binaural music uh occasionally for a while i like it a lot um they you know the idea is that there are two uh different tones um in each ear and your brain wants to reconcile them, and that enables some um, unique occurrences uh, to to happen, especially with uh, an invitation of of your own will to allow those unique things to happen. Uh, they may happen whether or not you will them, but certainly being a willing participant in this change I think helps you be more attentive to what the, the binaural uh, audio stimulation enhances or produces or gives you access to or opens up whatever and what I haven't listened to though it's come up in this um, and through Spotify is like binaural music for sleep and I thought alright I'll check that out I play it and uh, Actually, alright, to be completely Transparent and honest I, First I wanted to finish a podcast I was listening to with the lead singer Of Counting Crows, who I was A fan of, and Like R.E.M., the music that got Radio Play was Not their best stuff, I thought Um, their best stuff was On their albums, and uh you know, Counting Crows, it was around the time that my daughter was born that I was really into them. Uh, very much so, living up in Yokmoke, listening to some of their, their live stuff that they had done after a couple studio albums. And there's an interview on the Joe Rogan experience uh, with Adam Turowitz, a lead singer from Counting Crows and i'd listened to most of it over the past week in in chunks and i'd like you know just the tail end left maybe i don't know how long it turned out to be maybe 10 minutes and listening to it it made me it reminded me that in season 2 what else i want to do is to to bring back the material the content to be more meaningful to have more Heart. You know, I don't want to just be interviewing people because I have a podcast and that's what you do. I do want to direct it more towards talking about love and happiness and spirituality and mental health and relationships and positive things. And I felt like at the end of this podcast, though, I, I enjoy both of those. I think Joe Rogan is a good host Whatever his particular views can be as controversial or that He'll say stupid things that maybe He'll take back later And whatever yada yada And whatever your opinion of Counting Crows may be I i enjoyed I enjoyed both of those people But the conversation they had Lacked the I don't know The heart that I, I want to that I that I wanted to hear in their conversation and that I want to bring and that I want to share. And next then I had set up and you know like a queue in Spotify and these these binaural sleep songs. So next came this song and it was beautiful. It was beautiful music. It was it was calm. It was so intelligently and intentfully, intently i don't know created with uh such a focused intention on being peaceful and it felt through that loving and it reminded me that though you know i wasn't sleeping because i think i was I am I have lots of concerns, uh, practical concerns about, you know, providing for our family. And I also have faith that we will be just fine as long as I am, you know, continuing to have those concerns and not to be overwhelmed by them, but just to put that energy into action and and continue to um, recover and to find the right work that I can do without backsliding and to push myself at the right pace and everything will, will work out. The most important thing is to be loving, to be a loving husband and a loving father and to use everything that I know now in this life to nurture that lovingness to myself and to those who I love first and foremost that's my my family you know not not just my daughter or my wife um, or a coming child but my mom and dad and sisters and brother and uncles And whoever and friends I'm listening to this song and it's reminding me of that that there is love in this world and it is so nice to hear this love come through my headphones and to be reminded that there's love in this world and that's what inspired me to to get out of bed because I wanted to reinforce that message and set the course for season two to be about that. Learning from season one, not just the technical aspects or not to get my own way when I'm having a conversation or even doing a solo show. Not to get caught up in a schedule. But to have a direction of intention. Which for me, you know, there's all sorts of color out there. And you can find what you want. And you can create what you want. And you can be whoever you want. And who I am. And who I want to Continue to evolve In being Is a loving presence This to me is the greatest music This to me is the greatest feeling Is the greatest flavor Is the greatest being It is what inspires me When I Experience it Or when I see it in others When I see an example of it I moved by it, and though it's woven through every episode, I know in Season 1, I just want to refocus that clarity in this Season 2 and come right out of the gates with a reminder that there is love in this world right now. whatever is happening. Otherwise, throughout the day, whatever tasks come up, whatever conditions there are that maybe we magnify in our mind, even though they're not actually hitting us right now at the moment, we're thinking about them and then it feels as if they're hitting us and we can then experience all this sort of negative emotions are associated to negative thoughts and feelings that go along with thinking about these things they're not happening right now right now you're listening to me say these words there is love in this world there is love in this world there is love there are people who love and who also want to encourage love and do whatever is possible when the moments arise to activate that encouragement through words or actions or even just merely intentions intentions carry weight intentions are an energy and those energies do create a vibration that can help to tune the instruments to a, a ripe fidelity of harmony, a synchronicity of, of sound, or some sort of clarity of vibrational intention that is loving, that is peaceful, that is happy. You can pick up on it and call it what you will, energy, vibe. I want to go hear Thich Nhat Hanh, the Vietnamese monk who's done a lot of great work in helping to bridge an understanding between East and West uh, in terms of the contemplative Buddhist and Christian Spiritual practices. He said a lot of great things. I've quoted him earlier in season one. I went to hear him at Northwestern University in Illinois. And they had asked us oh, his early days of cell phones. this 2000. Four maybe or no two thousand two I think. Um, He asked that any phones be put on silent and that when he comes out, people don't clap. Um, They just appreciate this moment in being. And when he came out, man, it was like a very powerful buzz but not a discordant buzz, but it was definitely this, like, maybe hum is better, but it was it was a vibrational energy, very powerful man that was coming off of him and his entourage as they came in and took the stage, and I was way far away. It was in some large auditorium. I think it was probably a basketball, um, court or whatever if you hear sound in the background that's the dishwasher I hope it's not too loud as I'm talking so quiet But the mic sensitivity has turned up and I'm talking real close to it, again apologies for the pop filter not being in place right now, I'm just holding the mic in my hand the experience of, of that energy that such a strong vibration and the resonance coming off of his beingness and his intention was palpable and it is that which i have witnessed and experienced directly to be able to point to to say yeah you know it's a thing i'll tell you the the closest i've experienced uh after that was actually at a ziggy marley show And when Ziggy and his band took the stage and they played all of Bob's stuff, man, it was a show that was at the Riverside and it was all just Bob Marley music. It was so neat to see his son play his music and, you know, just emulate him so well. But they had this such an intense vibe also. and it, I thought it reminded me of Dick Not and I shook his hand I went back with my brother and um uh, was determined to meet Ziggy and was successful um, back behind the, the building before they came on and I shook his hand and he had such absolutely soft but big hands almost like uh not a baseball glove, that's an exaggeration, but just like big mitts, but just soft, and that vibration was there too, but in a soft way, but when he came on stage, man, it was almost it almost muted the air, you know, it was really astonishing. And in meditation, in the Vipassana courses I've taken uh, the, the metta meditation you do at the end which is about giving loving kindness to the world this is about putting that intention out there just hearing this music this binaural beats or not beats binaural music for sleep There's no beats in it. I was concerned about that, but there weren't any. (laughs) But it was so beautiful, and there was such love there, and that just was shining and just felt so good. So there is love. There is love in this world. Don't forget it. It is right now. It is right now. This love is in me right now that I'm sharing with you and after I stop recording which I'm going to do very soon now I'll go back to bed with peace in my heart and joy and be joyful to be laying in bed to be able to be next to mine life and here we are alive and it is this time which is happening now in the future sometime I may think back to this time and it will be but a memory it is happening now and that is always the case it is always now and it is good to live in the now not to be thinking about the then forward or backward but just this, this moment right now. And this beautiful dog, wearing a collar and otherwise just covered with fur, warm and soft, a loving rascal, a whole nother species of being that we share a domicile with. And we are home together and companions and friends how lucky is that and to be outside and spring is upon us now it's been cold here in Stockholm but it's beautiful and that energy is outside too like Whatever I'm feeling inside, when I go and I take this guy for a walk and the the trees are continuing to push out more and more leaves. This evening when I took him out, I stood near a small birch tree and the breeze was blowing and these little leaves were clapping together and it was such a pretty sound. All of these little birch leaves clapping together in the breeze it was a pitter patter sweet and beautiful there is beauty and there is joy and all we need to do is tune into it and it can be through the right music the right sounds it can be through the right image the right focus of our attention, the right intention internally, the decision, the choice to experience the beauty. A final little thought, one that I was thinking as I was laying in bed there, that, you know, the chores that we need to do in in our homes keep them clean that these are chores we do our whole lives and that I want to engender in my child the attentiveness to these activities and the intention to find the joy in them and scrubbing the floor and washing the dishes and straightening up and organizing, and cleaning to find the joy in them because they will be lifetime activities but also because it's an option it's a choice to choose to find the joy to choose the joy in the moment why not if that choice is there so choose that joy And I hope to have brought some joy in talking about this. I sure want every living being, you included, to experience joy and love, if possible, to feel nothing else than that. But of course, it is the times that we are feeling low sort of amplify or magnify the times that we are feeling high, those times of worry or concern or darkness or stress that make those periods of joy all the more sweet, all the more bright, all the more soothing. And though I don't wish any discomfort, it's okay to know that those times happen. And to know that on the other side of them is that amplification of joy when we have the opportunity to choose it, to be reminded of love, to be reminded of happiness, of lovingness. And that there are those right now in the world sleeping or awake who choose love and who want you to experience love within yourself however you find it part of it is that that choice to tune into it to allow it I love you first find love in yourself love yourself, there's nothing wrong with that, it's where it should start, it needs to start there, the love I have for myself is going to demonstrate to my child the love that they can have for themselves, and it also shows me the love that I can have for anybody else, it is defined by the terms that I know intimately those terms that I experience within, that love that I know, which doesn't come so much from others as from myself, though it sure is nice to be loved by others, to have the love of a mother or a father or a sister or a brother or a friend or a boyfriend or a girlfriend or a dog or a cat or a bird or a rat or a lizard. feel the joy in music to feel the joy of the clapping leaves of a birch tree blown by a breeze wherever you can tune into it i wish you are success in finding it and feeling it feel the love and share it when you can all right till next time Thanks for tuning in again, all one time live. Bye for now.